0: Talk Live. Come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Jeff Deverter with Cloud Talk. We are about to get our day going here, folks. My name, uh, as it says there on the little screen, I'm the Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace. Let's go ahead and turn that down. Hey, it's been so long. You know what? We didn't have a program for you on Thursday. It was uh, it was a busy day around here. And uh, But we had a little trouble with a guest, so uh, we're back. And holy cow, we're going to have an amazing day today. As always, my friends, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. So you've got the little, you know, in the comment section of wherever you're coming to us from, go ahead and, uh, and introduce yourself. Who are you and where are you? Uh, we're going to have a strengths-based conversation today. It's going to be so much fun with Kathy Kirsten. And uh, as always, if you want to get a hold of us over here at the program, you can reach us at solve at rackspace.com. Com. What is Solve, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. It's our thought leadership program here at Rackspace. Hey, Clark Kent's here. Glad to see you. And India is here. Boy, from one end of the world to the other in one comment. we got Florida. we got Citrix SMA. Citrix, very cool. You know uh, what company is... Uh, uh, never mind. That's actually a different company. <laughs> Glad you're here anyway. All right. Uh, so go ahead and reach us at Solve. Solve is our thought leadership program here at Rackspace. You can reach that and see more about it over at Rackspace.com slash Solve. Solve and learn more about us. There are no sales things there. In fact, you know what else you can find there is all the information from this program. This is episode 115, if you can believe that. Now, of course, the audio from this program goes out on our Cloud Talk podcast stream, and that you can find anywhere where you do find, um, where you find, um, where you find your podcast. Hey, we got somebody from down at Joint Base San Antonio at Lackland. Glad you're here. Um, Thank you for your service, by the way. Assuming you're with the service and not civil service, but um, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, speaking of the podcast, you can uh, check out our latest episode. A gentleman, the CTO of a company called Innovize, Rick Grunhagen. Uh, Super interesting conversation about this this application that they have that serves water municipalities all around the the world and uh, and how they went from from a desktop and client server app to all in the cloud. Their AWS is their favorite, by the way. Hey, we've got Megan here. We've got um, Hema from the UAE. Very cool. Uh, Mark from Rackspace, hometown of San Antonio, that is exactly right. And uh, I want to remind everyone that uh, according to the Cybersecurity Infrastructure and Security Agency, we are still in a shields up situation. What does that mean? We'll just go over to cisa.gov shields hyphen up and you can learn all about it. It's how to help protect yourself from a cyber issue. Uh, this, there's a lot of it going on, obviously, you know. So let's, uh, let's make sure you batten down the hatches, and keep things safe our uh, <laughs> sheet from Mars. Interesting. You're our first interplanetary attender. So thank you so much. We're glad that you're here. All right. With that, uh, I'm excited to bring up my good longtime friend, Kathy Kirsten. Kathy is the owner of Kirsten Consulting, and uh, she makes her living in and around what we call the Clifton Strengths and, uh, and Finder, and all of those things. So with that, let's bring Kathy on up to the stage. Kathy, welcome to the program. Good morning. Oh, so glad that you are here, Kathy. We've known each other for way too long, uh, and we won't admit to how long that actually is. But you're you're one of our original rackers. I mean, you were around in some of the early day stuff, and so it's yes, so back here.
1: <laughs> I was very fortunate to join Rackspace in the early days. We were still in startup mode, that's
0: for sure. And I'm that glad is- to be here with you today. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Now, Kathy, you have um, you discovered this little thing called strengths, this Clifton strengths, while you were here. Um, you sort of got bit by the bug pretty hard. You got nudged in this direction by one Graham Weston to maybe yeah. take it a little deeper than you had intended, uh, or at least we're thinking at sure. the time. And and now you you run a, a business helping folks with Clifton strengths. I think we should start with what are strengths. Absolutely. So one thing that
1: we learned in the early days at RackSpace is that we needed we were growing very quickly and we needed to figure out how to, how to understand people's talents and put them in roles, which they would be successful. So that's what was kind of the problem statement of starting out at Rackspace with StrengthsFinder. And what StrengthsFinder is, is an assessment to help you understand, identify, understand, harness your talents or your strengths. And so the Gallup organization did 50 years worth of positive psychology research. And they came up with over 350 Mm. different themes of talent about what makes people great, what makes people feel strong. And then they organized them and summarized them down into 34 strengths. So I have 34 strengths. Jeff, you have 34 strengths. Daniel, our producer has 34 strengths. And most of my consulting and coaching focus is on harnessing our top five or 10 strengths.
0: Okay, got it. Now, and it's a a very different way of of leading too, isn't it? Because we oftentimes as as leaders and especially younger leaders will fall into the trap of, hey, let me find the thing that you're not doing really well and let's really work on that one thing and put you in a position where you have to do more of that one thing so that you'll get better at that one thing. And that's not a very pleasant experience.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. Weakness elimination, right? Or, or trying to mitigate any weakness has been kind of people's leadership strategy for so very long. Even in grade school, especially in you know the United States, we have right. this desire to eliminate weakness. So our parents, like Gallup did some research uh, with parents, 77% of parents focus on in in America, focus on the lowest grade on the, on the report card that kids bring home. So we're sort of built into that environment that if you get an A, good job, go focus on your B or your C to get that up. And really StrengthsFinder is saying, hey, what's underneath that A and how can we leverage to world-class performance?
0: Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So, so when we focus on, on those strengths, it allows us to then, you know, first of all, if it's something you're good at, those top strengths- it's kind of the stuff you want to do. In fact, that's the trap I fall into a lot. And that is, you know, just because we're not as good at something, it doesn't mean we still don't have to do it sometimes. I mean, we just, we just finished tax season, right? Uh, procrastinator and yes, it did get done over the weekend, but I didn't wait till Monday. So I did at least get it done over the weekend, but, but, um, but when we can focus on those things that we enjoy doing, that we're naturally good at, that we have our natural proclivity towards, well, then the, the day gets a little bit better. And like you said, we drive our organizations then towards world-class performance. Hey, Daniel, would you mind, uh, I've got a list of all of the strengths and uh, and we can pop them up for just a second uh, and apologize that it's real small, but there are 34 of them. But they're broken down into those, strateg- into those themes. Why don't you walk us through that real quick? Sure, you bet. So all 34 of the strengths,
1: Fall into one domain. This is kind of taking up to that ten thousand foot level, helping us make a little bit more under, uh, more clarity around all the different words because it can be overwhelming. So there are certain themes or strengths that fall under each of these four domains. There's strategic thinking, and those people are energized by reading, planning, thinking, alone time, uh, processing data. You know That's what strategic the, the strategic thinking domain brings. Then we move over to the next one, which is relationship building. And these folks and all those strengths in there really feed into this. These folks want to create and maintain relationships. So they see the world through a people lens. Mm. Okay, We move to influencing. These folks speak up to be heard. All of those strengths that are uh, in that influencing domain bring some level of and pressure to help move people toward a goal. And then there's, and those are our get things done strengths. Those folks get energized through productivity, naturally find efficiencies and set the pace for work for the teams that they're on. And for their day-to-day behaviors, there is, you know, even on, I joke around that even on the weekend, we are our strengths and you can kind of tell what people enjoy doing on Saturday morning. Jeff tells us a lot about their strengths. Are they wanting to read a book or walk through a park? They might be (laughs) strategic thinking executors want, they start their to-do list that starts at zero every day, get something done today. And they have their list of
0: chores. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, so, okay. So let's, let's in the era of transparency, let's now, um, Daniel, you can, you can, you can lower that. Um, I will show you my top five strengths. Now, by the way, also folks at Rackspace, when you're a a, a racker and you get your little employee badge, Hey, look, it's me. Um, but on on the back of it are your strengths. So the, and in fact, if you have a desk and here, Kathy's going to pull hers up. Everybody has the, the table tent of the top strengths. And, uh, and you know what it, you, once you start to learn these strengths and it becomes part of the culture, uh, as you would walk up, you know, we don't walk up on people's desks anymore, it seems, but, but yeah. you would look at their strengths and you realize, how do I need to talk to this person for me to be able to interact and to, you know, create the outcome. The reason I've walked up here, you know, are they a relator? Are they, are they, are they factual driven? Are they, you know, achievers, whatever it might be. So. Uh, all right. So here comes mine, Kathy. So Daniel, okay. it's, it's caught cut off. So if you can put me to full uh, or just widen me up there so that we can see those. Nope. That did not work. That did work. All right. There we go. In order, strategic ideation, relator, individualization, and achiever. What does that tell you about me? <laughs> here comes <laughs> therapy, everybody. Live on screen.
1: Live on screen therapy and a little bit of coaching. Well, Honestly, so, so what what our top five tells us is who are we, right? So who these things answer these questions: Who am I? What makes me unique and what makes me special? Okay, or what makes me successful rather? And so Jeff, what this tells us about you is that you are a big thinker. So strategic loves to take things up to the ten thousand foot level. You prefer to think: Where are we going, and how are we getting there? Versus the detail of today. Details are I, worst. Yeah. <laughs> ideation oh man that's just that limitless thinking i want once had a software developer tell me about his ideation this is over a decade ago at rackspace he said ideas in my brain are like bubbles in champagne <laughs> oh isn't that beautiful that. <laughs> but ideation just is a great brainstorm that you can almost see physically when they get an idea, their eyes might light up, like the light bulb going off, and they want to share their idea. Relators are genuine, authentic, uh, you know, people, friends, they have deep friendship. You know, D- Jeff, it's one of the things I appreciate about you. You know, we have multiple connections through our years together. Yeah. You're, I'm, I'm connected with your wife, your son, and you, and the more that we connect together, the stronger our relationship. Relationship is and that's typical of real- Trust mm. is really important individualization means that you are innately aware of uniqueness of the people around you so that might come in to help you be a great manager a great parent because you are a customizer to mm. fit whatever the person needs because you're innately aware of it and then there's that achiever your drive strength that helps you get things done um, do you like to t- keep checklists jeff
0: Uh, I I do keep lists. Yes. And not to the point that my wife does. I think achiever is her, you know,
1: her number one, one. (laughs) one. (laughs) but you have that, that whisper of discontent that Mm -hmm. something needs to get done today. And that's your achiever, that intrinsic motivation to produce
0: that's a yeah. keeper, And so that, what, that it's funny that you say, you know, your strengths manifest themselves even on the weekends. And what I find is when I, when I take a period of time off, usually I find this over the holidays in December or, or, or sometime, you know, when I, when I'm left alone for a couple of three, four days, you know, the lists begin, the projects begin. I mean, I'm not talking about, I'm going to go mow the yard project. I'm talking, I'm going to go put in a, a you know, oh. 500 square foot garden somewhere, um, yes. in, in a couple of days. <laughs>
1: So typical of someone with your strategic strategic ideation because you love newness. I mean, and is that I mean oh yeah. Is that what brought you into technology activity piece that that draws you in and doing something new for the first time? It's
0: and it's never the same. Uh you could take the same box of Legos and build something completely new every single day. And God bless these tech companies, they keep putting new bl- bricks in the box. That's right. That's right do. All right. So, uh, let's turn, let's turn that off for a second. So Kathy, you know, we were talking before I I invited you here back in March and, uh, and we just didn't get schedules to align. You're a very busy person, which is great. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and because you're so good at what you do, yeah. but this wasn't the month when we were talking about, um, women in tech a whole lot. And so maybe what we can do for just a few seconds here, while strengths apply to every human, um, let's, let's talk about how maybe specifically women can harness, uh, understand their strengths, harness their strengths to understand themselves better, to be able to, um, apply themselves and achieve more in their chosen careers.
1: Thank you for asking this question, and I wish I could have joined you in March to be a part of the momentum of women's history. I just love that we are thinking about this from this way. While what I'm about to say applies to both sexes, what Mm. I love to to coach women specifically in tech around is owning their contribution, Mm. right? So we have job descriptions that tell us the technical aspects. And many times our skills and our knowledge come into that, but we all bring special talent to the role. So owning your contribution means getting a thorough understanding of what you contribute from the talent Piece. What's your strengths help you realize? You know, for um, I I work with a head of product. Uh, She's an engineer by trade and she's got tons of strategic thinking strengths. And even early on in her career, she aimed to be the C, she wanted to be on the C suite team, but she didn't have the, the background yet to get there. But she did her time. But at the same time, she got involved into in strategic conversations any chance she got. Mm. And I think that's an important uh, element in our, our careers and building a career that is worthwhile to us and fulfilling and energizing for us is to understand our talent role, not necessarily mm. to wait until all of the skills and experience match up, but try to find your perfect fit to help your talents live out at work. Um, you know, I have maximizer in my strengths working in a tech company. I loved the fact that I could help go make good, great. And I was less interested in working on things that were taking something that was broken and making it work again. And so I, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, tell me why. Well, I just find that fascinating because a lot of people like to be fixers. Um, but you, you're a refiner.
1: I was swimming in people with restorative, you know, tech system administrators, uh, you know, network security people. They love poking holes and finding ways to fill or solve a problem. And that wasn't my jam. My jam was taking something that was pretty good and making it world-class. And that was where I wanted to lay my, my interest and my energy into. So knowing those things and owning your contribution from the talent aspect is super important. I think what sets you apart and once you can realize, wow, this is who I am and this is what I do best, then I can volunteer my best. And it's also okay that if the people around me have similar strengths or maybe totally contrasting strengths and we become complementary partners. And it's less likely to say, Oh, we all have to be the same. This is the way that you are the star player. You get to be the star player by standing and harnessing your strengths.
0: Oh, you feel like we should pull the plug on the program right now. That was a great, <laughs> great quote to go out on, but I don't want to, I don't want to end it here because uh, because I want to take it sort of to that next level. So the, the advice you give and that is owning your contribution is, is golden. I love it so much. But but very oftentimes, um, not only do you go, is it smart to go in and coach individuals around their strengths, but teams and you just sort of touched on that, but let's talk about the team dynamic for a second and why it's important to maybe sometimes set step back and understand the strength individual strengths of the team.
1: absolutely. so, some of the components that happen on a team is that we have to stay connected. We got to communicate, we got to collaborate and we need to celebrate. Those are the aspects around a team. And one thing that we learned very early on at Rackspace was that everyone wants to be a valued member of a winning team on an inspiring mission. A valued member means that I am appreciated for what I bring to the table, my strengths, my skills, my experience, all of it, it goes together. And when we are on teams, you know, Graham Weston told me once that, Many times in our lives we'll have golden moments on teams where everyone is firing on all cylinders and we understand where my job ends and your job begins and sometimes we are in, we absolutely overlap but we need to be interdependent. What we see Jeff when we have strength-based teams is increased communication and decreased conflict. And that just makes a much faster, more productive team. So we'll see productivity and profitability increase. And the reason for that is, is that strengths-based teams understand this common language of strengths. It helps us uh, untangle some friction that might be happening because we have strengths that are colliding or strengths that might be creating friction with each other. But it also, like you said, helps you Communicate in the way that fits the other person's ears, right? So, yeah. if in in uh, you know, when we know each other's strengths, we can talk about them from the lens that uh, of their strength set. Like for instance, I might playing on your strengths right away. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would know immediately when I come in to talk to you. I'm going to ask you something personal because if you're a how was your weekend? Mm. Then I might follow it up and say, "Tell me your ideas around." X, Y, and Z. And I want to get you talking about your ideas because that's where I'm going to get the best out of you. Then the strategic piece would say, I'd I'd pull on that and say, okay, Jeff, tell me which way to get to my end destination is the most clear. What path do you see clearest to getting uh, to my destination or my goal or whatever we're trying to do together? And it plays to your strengths. While also I'm getting my needs met of the information out of you. Does that
0: make sense? Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Now, um, okay, so, so think about the opposite of whatever mine are. Okay. And how might you have that same conversation to get the information that you need? <laughs> well, Let's make some I, up
1: sure. I think that what would be the opposite of if you're a little bit of a dreamer, Jeff, and I think that's perfect for your position. <laughs> to be a dreamer and fascinated with the frontier of technology. I think a person opposite of you would be more interested in what can we do today? What is right in front Mm -hmm. of us? What priorities exist today? And how can I get those done immediately or with a sense of urgency? And so we would talk to to that person about... What does winning look like What are your priorities? What pressures are you feeling right now? And help them understand uh, and clarify. Right? You would be a great partner in helping build clarity because what you do for people is to raise the gaze. So if I am a strongly executing person, I might be in the trenches and busy sometimes gets confused for impact. And you mm. can help me raise my gaze to say, okay, how am I aligned to our major three priorities? Or what am I doing today that hits that has the the hard line up to the company mission? And that is a beautiful complementary partnership, but it's two totally different.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. You know, I, I use this analogy. I haven't used it in years, but uh, but uh, for forever. But I was in Mexico, in uh, Central Mexico, and I was with some friends, and we were we were hiking up. We wanted it. We got up really early. We wanted to hike up this big mountain to see sunrise up there. Don't need to get into the why's and wherefores. But what I realized was, is if is if you know, we weren't looking where exactly where your feet were falling. This could have been a really disastrous situation. But if you didn't look up every now and again, you weren't pointed at the right goal because you you had to look up and see where the peak was. Otherwise you might be, you know, just walking around this, this mountain as opposed to going up the mountain. And I think that your example here is, is pretty spot on.
1: Oh my God to it. You also need someone on that hike that is getting Encouragement, right? The relationship building side, and yep. the other giving the tough love of like, shut up, Kathy, and just put one foot in front of the other because you know that I might be. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, so good.
0: Kathy, this has been amazing. Um, how can people get a hold of you and your your business if they want to uh, oh. engage more with you and in, in around what you do?
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for it, you know, having me share that information. KathyKirsten.com, is my is there's a contact form you can reach out to me. I love working with teams. Ninety-five percent of my business is helping teams make sense of strengths. I do a little bit of executive coaching, but my jam is working with teams. I also have a podcast called Obey Your Strengths, and so uh, that is if you're inspired, you know your top five, and you want to hear stories from people who are living and building teams based on their strengths, then that's a great place to go. If you want to take the Strengths Finder, it's twenty bucks, right? It's a pretty low entry point. It takes about forty five minutes. Go to Gallup.com to take your Clifton strengths assessment and you'll find out your top 5 strengths.
0: All right, Kathy, so thanks for being a part of this this morning and getting up it. and starting your day here talking to people from uh UAE, from oh. India, from here, yes. from Mexico, we had they're all over the place. So, Impressive
1: audience, Jeff.
0: Way to no go. Well, they're, they're a smart group. They, uh, they come I along know. to educate me is what it really is all about. We had Philip Wyatt here. He hadn't <laughs> been around in a while. Uh, you know, Gert's been chiming in. Thanks so much for that, Gert. Says his manager was able to pull my team strengths together on a chart. And then I figure out how we can help each other in different ah. situations, putting it down on paper and seeing it all together helped us out so much. What a great idea. All right. Well, Kathy, uh, again, I'm going to let you go backstage. We've got a few more things to cover out here before our nine o'clock meetings and uh, have an amazing day, Kathy. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you, Jeff. Y'all have a great afternoon.
0: You too. All right, team. Uh, we are almost there. Reminder, you can find everything. In fact, we'll get some of Kathy's contact information out over at Rackspace.com slash solve slash 115. This is episode 115. Well, with that, folks, we're going to move into what is new in the cloud. And uh, and that starts, uh, let's see where, right what, what is the news? I think it was government related. Ooh, cool picture. So let's take a look at this. What is going out across the stream? That's what's going out across the stream. All right. This is what the cloud native looks like for the Department of Defense. This is a cool article. Did you know that on those F-15s, uh, they are actually putting um, Kubernetes containers. They are doing more and more in the air. Those F—sorry, that was an F-16—and um, uh, and inside of the uh, of the air. So they were actually challenged to get more and more cloud native in all of these different areas, whether it was on a jet or on a boat boat. Sounds like it's a little toy thing floating around. No, it's a aircraft carriers and, and the like. So go check this article out. Uh, there was a really interesting presentation from KubeCop 2019 that, was, that they talk about inside of this article and how the Department of Defense is utilizing the latest in uh, cloud. Don't think of them as a slow group over there. Uh, They're doing some amazing things. Now, River Meadow also uh, announced a VM-based migration capability to any public cloud. Now, they say they are the only platform to offer VM and OS-based migrations across uh, either from on-prem out into any cloud or any cloud to any cloud. So pretty cool offering from them. You might go check them out. I'd be interested how they really compare and stack up. I was going to do this yesterday, but I didn't. Against it's Big fan of Cloud. Uh, and some other really amazing tooling out there. But it's great to see more and more capabilities to allow us to be able to do this sort of thing um, uh, as much as we would need to. All right, with that, let's talk about cloud releases. And we start with a release from AWS, of course, and the Amazon Kinesis Data Firehose now can deliver to CoreLogix. So more and more uh, data points, uh, can uh, be pulled into uh, Kinesis or come from Kinesis. So cool stuff. So over at Azure, moving a little faster because I went along with my Kathy conversation. What a great conversation that was. All right, uh, is uh, in development. This was really cool. Azure Media Services, low latency live streaming. You know, when we get into streaming, latency is one of those things that is can uh, actually be... Um, really, really incredible uh, as, a, as a detractor or one of those things that just impresses you beyond belief. So uh, so go check out what's going on over in Azure. In fact, I was reading an article yesterday about how somebody was saying, hey, latency is the whole reason if you got a low latency app, you know, you can't go to the cloud. I would beg to differ. I think it gets back to architecture. So I wag my finger in the direction of the person who wrote that article. I didn't post it because I didn't want to be mean. All right, next is Google Cloud. What's new from Google Cloud is Cloud Data Loss Prevention now is a, a part of the profiler for BigQuery. And it is now generally available. So GA. Uh, the profile is a fully managed service that continuously scans data across your entire organization. Uh, to give you better awareness of the data that you have specifically visibility into uh, date where data is, uh, sensitive data is stored in potentially precarious locations. So cool product added to uh, BigQuery. Guys, reminder. Uh, that uh, you can find all this stuff out over at rackspace.com slash uh, solve slash 115. Well, let's take it. Somebody was asking about a job, remote job. Have I got a remote job for you? Because this is the Rackspace job of the day. So uh, with that, we're looking for an Azure cloud engineer. Now, as an Azure cloud engineer, this is a key element of the Rackspace support infrastructure, uh, and you're expected to help provide a high level of technical support, both from on the phone, uh, as well as through tickets, as well as just proactively as you help to uh, work on these customer environments inside of Azure. So if you're smart in Azure and you love working uh, and you want a new job and you think that Rockspace is the coolest place in the world, which it is, and you get to come work with people like me and Daniel and Megan and Julia, all the cool kids, well, come on over. In fact, if you go over to rackspace.com slash solve slash 115, you can find a link to that very job uh, and be able to apply for it if you're super smart in Azure. As a reminder, mentioned this earlier, uh, the audio from this will be out inside of the Cloud Talk audio stream, uh, the podcast stream. So go ahead and subscribe to that. I would love it if you would subscribe to that. Maybe give us one of those reviews, five star or my favorite. And, uh, and so list us up there. So with that, guys, that is bringing us towards the end of this program. But I want to tell you, we got a great program coming for you on Thursday. I actually have a corporate vice president over security from Microsoft coming. This is a brilliant program woman and uh, and you're really going to enjoy the conversation so set your reminders for Thursday at 8:30 central time uh 8:30 a.m. central time we will be here now huge thank you couldn't be done without the incredible folks over at app dynamics so we want to say a big thank you to them if you are in the software game and who isn't these days, then observability should be your your key play. And that is understanding from the user's experience all the way through those database calls and all points in between. Uh, AppDynamics has the tooling to help uh, create a better user experience, lower uh, costs, and help you just be better prepared uh, to serve your customers through your software. So go check them out. And AppDynamics, in fact, Tomorrow, we have Troy Partain. This is take two with Troy. We actually had an episode with him on last Wednesday to come in and talk about these tools. We had a problem with the LinkedIn, unfortunately, uh, so it didn't go live uh, on LinkedIn. So we're going to do it again tomorrow. So set your clocks for 12.15 Central Time uh, to come excuse me, and uh, and listen to that conversation with App Dynamics, Everyone, I hope you have an amazing day. Didn't you just love getting to hear from Kathy? She is a brilliant woman. Go check her out at kathykirsten.com or check out her podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now this was a live event which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8:30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now if you haven't already subscribed I'd encourage you to do do so, and maybe even give us one of those five star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff Deverter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.